0: Sam you've joined us for episode 168 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. And boy, do we have a humdinger for you today.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to go with tasty I, treat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Or,
0: or barn burner. Oh, uh, Guys, you know, we're always here for the three E's. Entertain, encourage, and equip. And why three E's? Why not?
1: Why not? We like Why e's. not?
0: Why not? Why not three? So here's the deal entertain. We want to make you laugh because that reminds you we're all in this together, man. We're all experiencing the same thing. Obviously, we want to encourage you because we want to see you stay where you are for the long haul in ministry. And then we want to help equip you yep. to do that. And that's why we're doing this podcast. That's mm-hmm. why we've done 167 other episodes leading up to this. Yeah. This is 168. Big Yancey's here.
1: I'm here. I'm here again.
0: The gift that keeps on giving.
1: <laughs> you might be singular in that opinion, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Man, uh, we have a tasty treat in store today.
0: We really... Yes, we do.
1: I, I am I'm lacking the words. Okay, well, we're going to share resources. That's what we do. We're going to share prayer concerns um, because we always love to laugh. But you guys, we had a conversation with Naomi Rain and... Um if if you haven't heard of her what rock are you living under
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: She's with a little group called Maverick City. <laughs>
0: so, exactly. Um, exactly.
1: But man this conversation we had with her was just absolutely incredible. Absolutely. And you incredible.
0: know some it has been said that her voice is the equivalent of comfort food.
1: Yeah, it has it has been said. People are saying that. People are. People are you and I and so we're people and <laughs> Definitely, people are saying, (laughs) "Oh my god!" Uh, But before we get to all that, um, Brian, will you take just a moment and tell our listeners about our friends over at Planning Center?
0: Yeah, guys, breaking news: Planning Center is awesome.
1: This just in:
0: This just in: Planning Center will revolutionize your ministry. That's it. That's That's what. That's the headline. Yep. Planning Center is the best. We've been telling you about this app they have called Church Center. Uh, It. If you use Planning Center applications, you can give the people in your church, access to this app. They can register for events. They can manage their own personal profile information. They can join groups. They can give. They can check in their families. And guys, we all live in Planning Center Services. It's now integrated into the Church Center app. So they can respond to their scheduling requests inside of Church Center. It's the best. It's the bomb. It's whatever the current thing for awesome is that's what this is. That's what planning center is. You can learn more at planningcenter.com slash church dash center.
1: That was really good.
0: Well, I felt like it was good.
1: It was, it was, I hope it was good. I
0: hope (laughs) I, as always, when we hit record, I always hope it's going to be good.
1: Right. Yeah. That one. And as
0: as far as Naomi is concerned,
1: I know it's going to be good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Unreal. Unreal. It's like, let's just roll it right now. Just, (laughs) Just kidding.
0: Oh, Jennifer.
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: Phoenix weather check. How are we doing out there in the land of oh, smell?
1: Honestly, it was it was getting too warm too quick for my liking. You know, yeah. people yeah. were like 80 to 80 degrees, 85, that's just amazing. And it's like, no, no. If you live here, if you're a native to the area, you know that the earlier it starts getting warmer the um, more hell-like our summer is going to be. <laughs> so oh, oh, no. um, we don't want, I don't want it to be, you know, 95 degrees at the top of March because then that just means we're in for like six solid months of horrific heat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was looking that way, but then we decided to have another little wave of winter. So, you know, we've been back down in the 60s again and, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I, I'm feel not- so,
0: I feel badly for you. <laughs> Do you? So yesterday I woke up and it was 57 degrees. Which is pretty nice for Indiana yeah. in the middle of February. Yeah, it's not bad. By last night, by last night, now this is in the same like thirteen hours. Okay. By last night, it was nineteen degrees and we had two inches of snow on top of sleet. Wow. Yeah, sounds like heaven, right?
1: Wow, that's like
0: walking through a meadow meadow of daisies <laughs> on top of a mountain.
1: I could not live in a in a snowy place because it would just kill my motivation. I don't think I can
0: either. (laughs) Here I am. I
1: would want to do nothing. I would go, I'm not leaving my house. (laughs) I'm going to be living in sweats. I mean, who am I kidding? That's what I do now, but still (laughs) it would be even more so bad. It it would be even more so. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for you for that. And Here I am complaining about our clear, beautiful skies, sunshine. I actually sat out in the sun and tried to start a little bit of tanning. Oh Uh, my goodness. It's a perfect
0: day to head over to, uh, Chino Bandito. Oh
1: my gosh. I got to go there again. I got to make a trip. This place that we ate
0: when I was there for Dwell. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is, how, how do you describe it's it? It's like
1: Mexican Chinese fusion and it's amazing.
0: It was incredible. Yeah, it is. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phoenix Peeps. Absolutely beeps. incredible. Chino
1: Bandito. Go hit it up. Chino
0: Bandito. You know what else is incredible? Every person who's listening to this, who's followed us on social media. Yeah. I'm so grateful for all of you. Make sure you go do that. Follow us on the socials at worship Leader Probs. And if you would do us a huge favor, head over to Apple Podcasts real quick. Give us a five star rating and a nice review, a nice review. Nice. Something encouraging. Like mm-hmm. we do this as volunteers. We're encouraging you. It would be great if you encouraged us back. We would love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. We would love it. Yeah. Pay it we would forward. Love it. Pay it forward a little bit, you guys. Pay it
0: forward. Pay it forward. <laughs> and then join us at Experience Conference in <laughs> September. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so far this is just so far, Mac Brock, mm-hmm. Meredith Andrews, both friends of the podcast. Yeah, Hope Dars from Belonging Co. Co. Mm-hmm. Is it company or is it I just Belonging Co? Co? I, don't, I don't know. I
1: feel cooler. Belonging say Co. Co. Belonging Co. Actually, the really belonging cool kids Co. just say Belonging.
0: Yo, you know yo, yo. From
1: Belonging Co. <laughs> the belonging.
0: Well, she, Hope Dars is from the Belonging. Yeah. she's going to be there. I'm sure I'm missing some people. Yeah. Uh, but this is going to be fire, you guys. It's at Walt Disney World. Right. So here's the deal, man. Like, have a couple of days of vacation mm-hmm. before or after the conference. Enjoy Walt Disney World and all that there is to offer. You might. You'll see me in the parks. Yep. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Space Mountain. I got to ride Space Mountain. With several members of the Worship Leader Probs street team last year, I was sitting behind Jen and there was so much laughter <laughs> on the ride. People in other cars were laughing at Jen laughing. <laughs> so, guys, we got to imagine, imagine we fill Space Mountain with Worship Leader Probs people. That would be awesome that'd be awesome. So join us at the experience conference. We'll have a a WLP hangout and go grab some merch Mm -hmm. at worshipleaderprobs.com, grab some merch and wear it, wear it to the conference. It was so cool. Last year, we're walking through the park and uh, some lady stopped us
1: Yeah, and
0: she goes, Hey, wait, I listened to that podcast. And then she goes, Hey, wait, you're the people (laughs) on that podcast. Yeah, And I was like, yeah, are you here for experience conference? And she goes, what's experience conference? And I'm like, there's a worship leader conference of like, there's like 1200 worship leaders right. at a hotel here, you know, worshiping and learning. And uh, so she's from Chicago. I don't remember her name, but I hope she joins us this year.
1: No, it was like a celebrity sighting. <laughs> she asked for your autograph. Got a picture. Gosh, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> <laughs> went on oh her Christmas God. card last year. And <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah. Join us though. Join us. We always have a ton of fun. Yes, we do. Brian, you know what else is a ton of fun? What's that? I think it's time for prayer concerns. I'll
0: be straight up with you. This is one of the highlights of my week, reading these prayer concerns. So here's what a prayer concern is. And by the way, you've got 167 other episodes. and They all have prayer concerns. So go back Listen, laugh, enjoy these.
1: We even have a we even have a few episodes where it's like a
0: they're just
1: uh, prayer concerns. Just prayer concerns.
0: Yeah. Just prayer concerns. So go check them out. Check it out. (laughs) Check it out. Um so here's what that is prayer concern. Uh we've all got these response devices. Maybe it's the live stream chat or YouTube comments, or maybe you're if you're hopefully meeting back in person by now, you've got a card in the back of the seat in front of you and it has a how can we pray for you section on there? Sometimes people use that for actual prayer requests. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they use it to give you a little bit of feedback on what they think of you and the job that you're doing and your clothes and your music selection and the volume of your sound and all those things. And so people send these in anonymously and you can send yours in. I hope you do. In fact, uh, go to worshipleaderprobs.com click on the prayer concerns tab uh, up in the menu and you can submit yours anonymous and n- anonymously we'll never share your name or your church's name uh, you can dm those to us on instagram as well so let's dive right in prayer concern number 1 someone told our electric guitar player that the guitar player was that the guitar was too loud and it wasn't even plugged in yet <laughs> Just a little preemptive.
1: No, they came in ready that morning. I know what I'm preemptive. complaining about today.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Register this complaint ahead of time. The guitar is too loud.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> just got to tell you before you even get started. Yeah, it's too exactly, loud. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Good grief. All right. Number two, prayer concern number two. An older man in our traditional but transitioning to contemporary style church says to me, hey, you do a great job, but I got to tell you, I'm not sure Jesus can even hear what you're saying through all the drums. Yeah. You should consider that before next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is hard of hearing.
0: He's hard of hearing. So here's the thing. And they share these with the full expectation that you're going to change something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jesus being fully God, the almighty, um, he, he he does have hearing problems, though. He cannot hear over exactly. drums. Exactly. <laughs> God. Ooh,
0: good Lord. Don't drag on, Jesus family. into it. Just, yeah, exactly. Just, leave. leave
1: Jesus out of it.
0: Leave <laughs> Jesus out, of, out <laughs> of your complaints. All right, number three, prayer concern number three. Someone recently complained about the mustard-colored pants I wore during service because, quote, it didn't look like you were wearing any pants from where I was sitting. This person was also older and wore glasses. And sure, you know, I guess I'll send your, I'll send color schemes your way. And also you probably don't have to worry about whether I decided to wear pants or not.
1: <laughs> I know. I always wonder like, it's, like someone be it's up there with no th- pants on. Like, no.
0: like what is that? A, no, that's not a thing. That's not, uh, that's something you I can mean, for sure not worry about.
1: Yeah. Like they're definitely wearing pants. They definitely are. Now in defense of that person, I have seen some pant choice colors that do go make your mind kind of, Whoa. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> we might want to not wear those pants again. But people are definitely always wearing pants.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, number four <laughs> prayer concern. Number four, uh, I was with some uh, some teens, and we were rehearsing our worship set. We were playing gratitude, and while we were working on the bridge, the lead singer started quietly mimicking the recording. So I said, "Come on, there's a lion in your lungs. Let it roar." To which he replied. There may be a lion in my lungs, but not a Brandon Lake in my vocal cords.
1: (laughs) We all feel that. (laughs) We all feel that, man.
0: Those vocals are on point.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. All right, number five, prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. Someone recently said to me, you love worshiping God? Notify your face.
1: Oh, my God. In the face. That's
0: a facial right there, Uh, man. That is a facial.
1: We actually posted a meme somewhat about that um, a few, a a little bit ago. (laughs) And some of the comments were saying that. Now, in defense of worship leaders (laughs) and people on the platform, there are moments where worship feels very intense. You're navigating, yeah. listening to the spirit, and feeling the music, and that kind of a thing. And if you were to grin like the Cheshire Cat,
0: not appropriate. Not it appropriate. would be
1: weird. So, my gosh, people, yeah,
0: fit the mood, man. Come on now, right. So fam, those are prayer concerns, please, please, please continue to send yours in. You can do that anonymously by going to our website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the old prayer concerns, uh, button up there in the menu and submit yours anonymously, or you can DM them to us on Instagram. Uh, okay. You know what?
1: Maybe it would what? help us with prayer concerns if people just put out there, Hey, uh, I'm open to hearing your feedback church, you know, just yeah, like, exactly. just, get, pro- up, just get proactive,
0: proactive. <laughs> <laughs> guys we had a kind of a bucket list conversation uh this week with uh naomi rain from maverick city music yeah. and uh just buckle up because mm-hmm. it it we're gonna get into a wide variety of subjects and open your hearts and get ready for our conversation with naomi rain Well, the worship leader prop, guys, I got to tell you, I have, we have been looking forward to this one for a long time. And we have now established that her voice is like comfort food. Okay. Her voice is the most soothing, like buttery thing out there. Uh, Guys, it's Naomi Rain from Maverick City Music.
2: Hey guys.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes my, they're not all home runs. My, some of my intros are like a single or like a bunt. Got it. But I felt pretty good about that. I'm in comfort food. I mean, that's,
2: I didn't even know what to say after that. I was like, (laughs) <laughs> at this point i hope my speaking voice does the same thing <laughs>
0: it's It it's like man. It uh, does. an
2: appetizer like wings or something yeah know.
0: exactly we're just yeah we're just wetting the appetite here um we' we're, we're so glad you're here thank you for you are like the busiest woman in the world so we are so glad that you're taking the time to talk to us so thank you
2: thank you for having me i was like as soon as i i heard about, i'm like i want to do this i want to do this so i'm excited to be with y'all
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we have really been looking forward to talking with you. So, we always want to start out this way. How's everything going for you? Your family, you've got kids. Um, How are things going for you guys?
2: Things. Okay. My textbook answer is things are great. Everything's (laughs) going. But my real answer is my children are about to lose their video game privileges they don't clean their rooms and like, <laughs> room, like, why do you have any device? because, you know, um and and the boys didn't get their clothes out last night for school. And so that's the thing. Like I am very busy, and there's a lot going on. and so sometimes some things get missed, you know, um because I like to be the good cop because I'm not mm-hmm. as often as I think I want to be., um, but today, bad cop is here ooh, ooh. <laughs> take a break um, because it is my turn so yes everybody's doing well I'm not sure if they'll be happy uh later on but hopefully <laughs> when they turn 30 they will be like my mom had gave us boundaries and disciplined us at
0: some point mm. that's right and we're winning because of it that's <laughs> <Yes>. right <laughs> man. Well, okay. So like Jen said, we have been so looking forward to this for a while and super pumped to talk with you. Okay. So you're a wife, a mother, a worship leader, a songwriter, a recording artist, a worship pastor. You have your own indie record label called the bridge collective. And somehow in the middle of all of that, you managed to tour all over the place with Maverick city music. (laughs)
1: She probably just needs to take a nap on this episode. Let's you probably do, man.
0: You probably do. And i and by the way, I'm sure I missed some things in that long list. So you're like a Billboard magazine award winner. You guys are doing all kinds of stuff. Can you can you unpack a little of your story for us? Like uh, talk to us about growing up and how did you get involved in music and how did you get that buttery comfort voice?
2: Well, I got the voice from my parents and. uh, Mm-hmm. Well, my parents are both worship leaders. Um, so I always say, I got it, honestly. Um, they singing mm-hmm. for my whole life. And I like to say I grew up in church, but not just regular church. I grew up in rehearsal. And so mm. okay, oh, yeah, yeah. in a choir rehearsal, praise rehearsal, um, something, a Christmas production, rehearsal, a Easter production, there was always something to rehearse. And that's where I grew up, um, sleeping and laying and rolling around under pews until and then we got to uh, a a bigger church and then it was just, you know, chairs and running around and in the basement and up. I grew up in church. And so um, I think that's where the Lord really um, encountered me. But I also encountered his people. I I Mm -hmm. love for for music and um, worship music. What I think, though, my mom is like one of the best um, influences in my life, uh, because we listened to a lot of gospel music, but on weekdays, we used to drive, um, to school about a half an hour, 45 minutes, like depending on traffic. And she would let us listen to Stevie Wonder. And, um, I could listen to Michael Jackson and there were a few artists that I could listen to. (laughs) Celine Dion, um, Ryan Carey, Mm -hmm. Whitney Houston, like there were just a few that we could listen to. And then as I got older, that, um, widened up, but I believe that that was like my love for music and songwriting and songs in general and how they can just take us from one place to another. Um, Mm -hmm. when I was 12, I got filled with the Holy spirit and that was Mm -hmm. super, um, important in my life i know it's important in every believer's life but it was the moment that i knew that god wasn't just god that he was a person and mm-hmm. he was desiring real actual relationship with me and not just the person who you know like because we know jesus was a person right he is a person and, and he died and now he's like seated at the right hand of the father but it was this person that was going to be with me um and mm-hmm. after i got filled with the holy spirit i spent maybe seven to 12 months in my closet, um, listening to music, praying in the spirit, talking to the Lord, Mm -hmm. writing in my journal. Mm -hmm. And really, I feel like that was the the foundation and the basis for uh, a real, actual, living, vibrant relationship Mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit. I can't say every day since then, I've been in the closet. I've not been in the closet every day since then. But it was a really cool foundation with the Holy Spirit taught me about who he is
0: mm-hmm. awesome. amen amen and
2: people are calling me in the middle of <laughs> <laughs> so I would just do not disturb uh
1: so how how then um how then did you get started into ministry
2: um well ministry I again you know I was always in rehearsal and um sang a lot um like behind the scenes, if that makes sense. So like once youth ministry started in our church, it was almost like, Naomi, you have to sing. I don't think I ever was like, I want to be a part. I think it was just like, Hey, you're a kid. Come over here. Right. So (laughs) we started off actually, you know, we started off miming. I'm like a few weeks and then it ended up um, branching out into music and, um, just a part of a choir and, and singing in that way. And then as I got older, I want to say around like 13, maybe 12, 12, 13, uh, we started to like try out for solos and I was always really afraid, but somebody always found me and was like, she can sing, like make her sing. And so by the time I was 14, I was um, leading for youth groups and stuff like that. And I will be honest, I was always the person that was like, I don't want to compete with anyone because I had about two or three other friends that used to sing as well. And I never wanted to be the one that was like in the spotlight, so I always like pushed them ahead and I was like, you guys go, you got it or whatever. But somehow I would always end up doing the things. Um, And so, yeah, I remember like being very nervous, very afraid to sing in public. And pushing them forward, and now I look at things and I'm like, "Wait, how did we actually get here? How did this happen?" I'm like doing the things, and my <laughs> friends are like,
1: "Yeah, go ahead." We always knew you would. But um, yeah. Wow, wow. It's kind of how God works sometimes. I think. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay, so you um obviously you're part of Maverick City Music. You lead worship in your home church too, right? So you get to see a lot of the church, not just locally, but probably globally somewhat. And so I'm going to ask you this. What are some of the challenges you face, not only as a woman in ministry and church ministry and leading, but also a woman of color in ministry?
2: That's a really good question. Um, I'm grateful for the question because I don't know that people are really asking it. And, Mm -hmm. and if they're asking it, I don't know if they're always asking it from like a place where they actually want to know. Um, Mm -hmm. and I know Mm -hmm. a little bit more about the question before I answer it. Um, yeah, but I think that in us, in the space of an Mm African-American period, you can sometimes feel like your voice is not valued unless Mm -hmm. it is making people feel good or feel comfortable. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we, um, we have often been relegated to just the make me feel good space. And when we speak out, um you're either put up. And I mean, and there are some people who speak out and that's their voice, but then they get uh pigeonholed into just you're an angry black woman or you're an activist, mm-hmm. you know, or you have to now wow, like wow. be boxed into something instead of just being like, hey, no, I'm just speaking the truth, you know, or saying mm-hmm. maybe what's wrong. So anyway, I wanna I wanna I wanted to preface that what I'm gonna say with mm-hmm. this because I love this industry. I love music. I love the church. I love what the Lord is doing in our church. And I believe that I'm called as someone who's supposed to be somewhat of a forerunner in some of these things and Mm -hmm. that many have not gotten a chance to do. Not nobody, but that many haven't gotten a chance to do. Um, But that means that I sometimes have to not use my voice in the way that makes everybody feel comfortable because I am sharing platforms and places and stages with people that might not look like me, um, rather than speak out and say, Hey, this is still an issue. And so, um, Mm -hmm. I think there's a, there's a hard, uh, balancing act, um, that goes into this. And so I would like for everybody to hear this, to hear this from my heart um i think that there are a lot of things that have happened that are wrong um in our country in terms of racism it is difficult sometimes as a black woman to as a black person but we all have, we haven't even really dealt with the woman thing. and <laughs> you know, Jen, you right, know about right. this Jen. Oh yeah, <laughs> I this. African American men were able to vote before white women could vote in this country. So, oh. we're just at the tip of the iceberg and so for Oh, and I know they know I love them and this is nothing against them. But my counterparts, Chairman Moore and Dante Bo would be invited to speak, to sing, to go places way faster than I would. Way faster. Mm And who's an Indian woman, South South Asian woman would be invited. And so there's still a disparity, even as a woman um, that I don't think that we talk about enough um so i'm saying that to say i think that people in this industry have been very open especially with the changes that have happened during 2020 and 2021 Mm -hmm. and the things that have been brought to light i think i'm being given opportunities that i would not have been given in the past and i'm grateful for them i think that people are trying to be open and kind and um give chances um but i don't know that everybody but it's still difficult But it's still difficult. And while some things um, and I'm trying to be political and and still be uh, still be nice about it. Um, I think while some things might seem like they're flattery, um, like, hey, girl, when you sing like and do all of that, you know, that might seem like flattery. It also is alienating in certain spaces. And so it's sometimes difficult to be your actual self and not let it be a stereotypical Thing you know, or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it just gets difficult sometimes. And I'm not saying that to cry, but I'm saying that because sometimes it can feel lonely. You know, I'm sometimes I'm only with um, white people, and that Mm -hmm. feel lonely just by the virtue of the fact that we really don't have a lot of cultural things um, in common. But then what I realized was it wasn't even necessarily the whiteness or my blackness. It was the fact that we hadn't actually formed a family bond, because if I see some of my um, Caucasian or any other um, ethnic, ethnic uh, brothers and sisters, if I see them, it's like this. So I realize that there's still the thing between us even though I've been invited here, even though I've been welcomed here, even though we've had the conversation, you know how we, everybody was like, we just have to sit down and have a conversation. Um, even though we had the conversation, we had the dinner, we sat at the table, we did it. Unless we really do it from an authentic and pure and real place to actually get to know people, it can still Mm -hmm. feel like we were just going through the motions. And with all that said, I still believe that things are changing. I still believe that things are better. I still believe that this is beautiful what God is doing um, in and through us. And I'm grateful to be a part of Maverick. I'm grateful to be invited on here. I'm grateful for all of it because I think it, I think people are more open than they ever been before to walk into this stuff um, and deal with the tough issues. I hope that makes sense. Mm. And I can go into anything else if you want, if you want me to be more specific, but I tried to be a little political.
1: No, no, no. Oh. That was good. That was good.
0: Fantastic. Can
1: I keep asking? <laughs> yeah, do you, do you ever feel like, you know, uh, sometimes I feel it's just as a woman in general, you feel like you get included in something because they're trying to hit some sort of a quota. Like, oh, hey, if we don't have a girl here, then it's going to look like this. You know, how do you, how do you deal with that? Kind of How do you wrestle through that internally and just kind of still keep going?
2: Well, sometimes I'm like, good there needs to be a woman here you know? right yeah <laughs> well, yeah it's like i'm i know that sometimes that is it's just the quota thing you want you get you end up being the token but then i'm mm-hmm. like well lord like help me be the token that helps make yeah. way for others um and maybe maybe i'm a part of the change i i remember receiving like prophetic words from the lord um not just from other people but stuff he would tell me um in my in my secret time with him, like, hey, I'm calling you to be a forerunner. I'm calling you to be a pioneer, and you're gonna go first in some cases. And so there's no blueprint, and you're gonna have to trust me, and you're gonna have to go, and you're gonna have to open the door and make the way wider for others. When you know that that's what the Lord is calling you to, it's difficult to really settle into a place of like, I'm just disgruntled and angry and mad because you know, oh no, this is what I've been called to. Do I still get frustrated mm-hmm. and sad sometimes? Yes, but um. I think it's hard to to just settle there. Um, but I, but I, I am grateful. I think that when I get to know people, because it's easy to judge people too. like, oh, well, you're just inviting me because I'm a token. I'm mm-hmm. taking the time to get to know people, to hear them, to feel them, to sense them, to talk to them mm-hmm. and and start to learn them and see if they're really interested in me as a person. Even if it's because of my talent, because I think there's something there too. like, come on, you know, you talented people want you around, but are you really interested in getting to know me or are, do you just want me to do the things, you know? And so as I go, so when, when I realize that it's just like, oh, you might be using me. Um, and And we're all like in an industry, we're all leveraging each other's gifts and talents, you know, against, you know, the things so that we can all move forward. So I get it. Right. But when I realize like, oh, no, you're actually using me, you don't really care. Then I go, oh, no, this is sad. And I have to go to the Lord and pray and and be like, why is it like this? Mm -hmm. But I'm also aware of the fact that, like, you know, we're we're making room and what people might see on a YouTube video will inform what happens in a classroom, what happens mm-hmm. um, in, in an office building. So I know like we are, we are setting up an image for people to see that they might look at it. Hopefully it's the image of Christ, right? They might look at it and be transformed, be renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to say, but now I can't remember it, but I'm going to stop talking.
1: Well, I I think that could be so encouraging. I forget which letter it was, but Paul wrote, you know, people were talking about the different motivations people have for preaching. And he's like, listen, it doesn't matter what their motivation is as long as Christ is, you know, preached. And I think about that so often. It's like their motivation, people's motivation can be wrong, but God can still use you in that moment. God can still use you to fulfill his purpose, no matter what a motivation might've been. So I think that that's, that's so encouraging. Yeah. At
2: the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think we, I want God's glory to be revealed. Like I want yeah. to get Amen. glory. And I know in an industry like this or on, even as a worship leader, right? On a, in a church, you're still a front person, right? You're still somebody who's yeah. being seen. At, and for the, for the church, right? you become the face of of a lot of this stuff. It's, it's easy to think that it's about you. It's just easy. It's natural to think that it's about you. We have to continue to remember, oh, no, Lord, I want you to be seen. And um, there's scripture, it's in Galatians. I can't remember exactly where it is, but I think it's 520, and I could be, no, I'm lying. But it says, I think it's 2, 15. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I'm so bad at the addresses of these scriptures, but it says that, like, when we with unveiled face behold, right, the image of Christ, we get transformed into his glorious image. So My desire is not to portray and put out, oh, I remember what I was going to say. It's not to put out my image right? Mm -hmm. I want, I want to reflect him so that when people see me, they see him and they can be transformed into that image. And we see this, this is what I was going to say. When Jacob gets told in order to like leave Laban, I don't know if you guys remember this, but if you're worship leaders, you should be in your word. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but Jacob gets told, Hey, you can, you can leave with cows, but they have to be spotted. And there were no spotted Mm -hmm. cows there yet. Right. And so he ends up painting spots on the trees where the cows um, are eating, where they're grazing. And what happens is those cows begin to mate and and gave birth to speckled calves, right? And so it was because of what they were able to see, that's what they were able to produce. That is mm. a that is just a law, that's something that God set up. And so we know what we behold, we become. And um, mm. I'm grateful to be a part of what people can behold that it might be what they, they can become. We can't mm-hmm. think of it like it has to change now. We have to see it now. No, I'm setting it up so that my children and my children's children can experience something different than what I'm experiencing. And that's how we pay it forward. I'm grateful to be a part of Maverick, right? But I was the only girl on tour pretty much for the whole run. And mm-hmm. that might seem like, seem like tokenism, but that's just what it was. It wasn't tokenism. MJ was having mm-hmm. a baby. You know, like there were like, so <laughs> some things are just what they are and you end up being a, a, a post Board for what God is doing. And I might be the only female because people don't know that when they come to see us on tour. But when they come, there's only one girl running around. But I want to be the one that's in the faces and, like, hey, that's just what it is. So that a little girl might see that or a grown man might see that and say, hey, I want to hire that young lady. She might be the only girl here, but I want to hire her and give her an opportunity, give her a chance because I've seen it. So it's bigger than us and our image. It's reflecting that image, hopefully, so that things
1: can change. Mm. Wow. Man. wow! what you behold you become holy cow just stop on, on that one for a minute
0: <laughs> so like okay i'm a i'm a white man
1: <laughs>
0: what obviously <in>, and <laughs> i know that's shocking <laughs> to everybody uh in ministry and you know ministry can be beautiful and you can see life transformation happen and you get a front row seat to all those things but ministry can be hard and challenging and heartbreaking and all of those things and let me just say really to both of you guys i to for me to carry it is one thing for you guys to carry it on top of these other things that you're carrying that's a whole different deal and uh you know just as somebody who has uh, a wife who's in ministry and i've watched her kind of bump into some of those ceilings throughout the years as well um, I just want to thank you for sorry for fighting the good fight and for doing it in such a, a gracious trusting and optimistic way that God is making change and uh, that's my prayer so I really appreciate just getting to kind of observe this last part of the conversation and uh, I really that gives me even a deeper appreciation for who you are.
2: Thank you. Thank you. No.
0: Um, okay. We don't cry on this often, <laughs> but here I am. Uh, so let's, let's talk about, you've got to have some funny stories of these times on the road. Is there anything that you've, can unpack for us. Like we all have, like Kim Walker Smith fell off the stage once we got, we've had all kinds of people on here telling stories like that. So do you, do you have a moment? It doesn't have to be about you. You can tell on one of those other guys if you want, but (laughs) do you have any stories like that from your time on the road? Is this just from tour or in general? Because it can be whatever you want it to be. I
2: have a few funny things. Okay. Dante, every night In the middle of tour, we would have an acoustic moment and then we would go off because there would be like a compassion moment where um, we were actually with Food for the Hungry, where they would kind of help orphans eat. Mm -hmm. Okay, every night we do the same thing. Dante would always take his mic, bring it some random place, lose the mic and his song Wait on You was the song right after that moment. Every night, Dante is running around an arena or a church trying to find his mic. And at some point I'm like, Dante, like, so now everybody's like, have you seen Dante? Like we're now preempting and trying to like, I'll hold your mic for you. He's like, no, 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 I got it. I'm sure, never, every (laughs) single night, Um, that's one. And then we had, this this one is kind of a little gross, but we were all in a bus. This is in the beginning of our California tour and we're talking, have a really good conversation. And all of a sudden we smell something. It's like, wait, what is that? Who did that? It just was really bad. It smelled like coffee and rotten eggs. It was really (laughs) bad. And so at at this point, nobody wants to even speak because you don't want to open your mouth. It's (laughs) terrible. We're like talking, looking around. Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you Mm. do it? We ask everybody. Everybody's like, no, Aaron's sitting over there. We're like, Aaron, did you do it? He's like, what? He had his headphones on. He's like ignoring us or whatever. That night we went, we, it it was actually one of the worst days on tour for us. Like we had, we didn't get a lot of sleep. We had to stay in the arena. The arena was freezing cold. Like there was just so much going wrong. We got on stage. The sound wasn't great. It was like, there was like the worst day ever. We get to the end and we're having a debrief and if I might, we're family, so we're kind of like going back, okay, well, we got to do this, and so we got to do that. You know, we were like strategizing and figuring out how we're going to work together. Aaron, in the middle of us, in this thick moment, goes, y'all, my bad. That was me who farted. <laughs> we <laughs> laughed, and we call him the Fresno farter from here on out, because in Fresno, he really, because everybody was so confused, we, oh out. we knew somebody was lying, and it was Aaron the whole time, and that literally broke the ice like broke the tension in the room and we were able to move on it was like thank you there was a purpose in
1: (laughs) he waits for hours and hours and then finally owns it
0: (laughs) yo my bad it was me
1: so annoying that's the
2: part of being on with a bunch of guys no offense I'm sure i'm
0: sure oh man we're terrible
1: oh man yep i lived moments like that before (laughs) Uh, okay, so Naomi, what's next for you? What do you have coming up in life?
2: Next, I am releasing a project which is different than what well, y'all know I'm doing a million things, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, not yeah, doing a million yeah. things because I'm just like busy. I'm not a busybody. I do believe that God is like giving me a blueprint and a plan for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm doing those things. So um, this next project that's coming out is called Journey. It is not a worship album. It's not a worship project, but it is a project of the things that happen behind the worship. You know, it takes us, mm-hmm. it takes life and living with Jesus to get up on a platform and lead others into yes, the mission yeah. and surrender to, to the King, right? We can't do what we haven't, you know, done. Does that make sense? Like we can't be yep, yep, on. Absolutely. And so to me, I believe that platform worship Is just the result, like true authentic platform worship, is just the result of a life worship, a life lived with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So these songs are called Journey. It's about my journey as a mom, as a wife, as a worship leader, as a as a good little Christian girl that grew up into being an actual sinner, re- recognizing and realizing that I'm a sinner saved by grace um, mm-hmm. and and the pitfalls and all the things. It's an album about that. And I am a little, if I'm honest, I'm a little nervous to put it out because I think most people are used to hearing me saying straight vertical and like worshipful songs mm-hmm. to rooms and congregations um, and that is always who I am. That will never change. But the only reason I can do that is because I'm walking with Jesus every single day mm-hmm. and he's dealing with things in marriage. He's dealing with um, um, my fear. He's dealing with my uh, my desire for convenience over sacrifice and diligence, and and so these are songs about that. And I I'm excited because I feel like it's an opportunity to get the music that I'm writing. You know, sometimes when we write worship songs, it can kind of stay in the same place. I feel like it gives me mm-hmm. to to flex some other muscles, and you know, mm. um, yeah, yeah. So that's what's coming up. It's called Journey, and I'm excited about it.
0: When's it coming out?
2: It will be out in May if all go well. But yeah, we're hoping for May.
0: Well, hey, if it if that all happens, you come back on. We'd love to have you back on and talk about it when it happens. Yes. I would love that. It's we awesome. would absolutely love that. Awesome. Um, okay, so we end every interview with the same question. We call it the big room question. And it goes something like this: If we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers, the band members, singers, all of those folks, and then we gathered every production leader and all of their volunteers, and we got them all in one big room, and we gave you a microphone, what would you want to say to that room?
2: I love this question. Um, I think I would encourage every person in that room to fight to be most truthful and most authentic. Mm-hmm. Now I say that flying in the face of what the world is calling being real and being authentic and be like being, being true to yourself, uh-uh, truthful in terms of what the actual truth is. Sometimes mm-hmm. you come into a worship setting and forget the reason that we're there and forget why we are alive. And so some of us are like, I hate my life. I'm depressed. I want to, I think there's a deeper truth there, right? that, that is that we've been given breath and we've been created for a greater purpose, and we are we've been created good works, and that we are the workmanship of God, right we're his handiwork, and there's a deeper truth, and so I think um i would I would encourage everybody to fight for the deepest, truest truth the actual truth about who god is what he's done and why we're here um the second thing is i would say and do that and worship from a place of authenticity mm-hmm. and not beat authenticity and remember that our worship is not for these people although we are leading yeah. them we are worshiping god we are worshiping the mm-hmm. only true living mm-hmm actually mm-hmm. present here, God, and he knows everything and he knows if it's real or if it's not. Um, and I think that when we get to that place of authenticity, now everybody might not like it and that's okay too. I mean, you might not have your job next week, but we do to talk, you know, that's a different issue. We gonna talk about that later. But I think that when you do authentically worship the Lord from the, from the realest place of truth, you're able to, uh, Wisely, because wisdom is included in that, I, I think you're able to wisely worship God and lead and love people um, in a place and in a way that doesn't alienate and it's just pure and holy. And I, lastly, I want to say this. I want to give an example. I think we've seen people do some weird things in worship settings that were just strange. And it didn't, like, Mm -hmm. it just really didn't connect. And I think we know when people are being authentic that there can also be a super weird thing that happens, but it's actually connecting and it feels like, oh no, this is an actual um, moment. I think as you mature, you get, you get better at that. But then we've also seen the pastor come up who really can't sing or like the mother of the church, like maybe it was an old thing, really can't sing at all. And they're able to release a hymn or an old song or something that actually wrecks the room or a little Mm -hmm. kid who's six years old and they're not the best singer, but because they're singing and we're not just excited because they're cute. You know what I'm saying? But something Mm -hmm. that shifts because it's coming from a real and like true worship. Mm -hmm. I believe that true Mm -hmm. worship compels others to worship. And that is the point. It pulls us Mm -hmm. from performance to actual true worship. And I think that's what God desires. He doesn't just want the same old songs and the slides and the, and the light show. He really wants yeah. that's true. And if the songs and if the slides and if the light show come from an authentic place that honor him because of who he is. And I believe that we've done
0: mm, our so job. Good. Mm, so good. Good night, girl. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for this conversation. And I hope, I do hope you'll come back and we'll continue it. Uh, because we're, we're family and we're fans and we, we love your heart. Uh, guys, make sure you go follow Naomi Rain with an E on the end on Instagram. Uh, NaomiRainMusic.com is her website. Go check out everything she's doing. Look for Journey coming later uh, in 2022. And I can't wait to hear it, man. I can't wait. I cannot wait.
2: <laughs> and I'll be back. I'll definitely come back.
0: you what I love Naomi rain me,
1: me too that was
0: the first time in 168 episodes that I have cried yeah. during an interview yeah and that was totally authentic and legit right. I didn't go into it expecting that um, but uh, that was one of the more moving conversations that we've been honored to have and mm-hmm. so super thankful for her yeah. um, if you if you don't know what Maverick City music is uh and Maybe perhaps you just woke up from a long extended coma. <laughs> um, go check them out. Uh, man, the, some of the it's just incredible songs. Yeah. Listen to Gyra and right. listen to Promises and uh, you'll probably be hooked. And she's she- just, she's got an incredible gift mm-hmm. and an incredible heart. And uh, we can definitely learn something from her and her story.
1: Right, right. I want to talk to her more. It just felt like that was not... Mm-hmm. I do too. She's a deep well, and I feel like we only she got is. a cup full.
0: <laughs> so. Absolutely. Man, she's Man. comfort food. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> She's <is> comfort food.
1: <laughs> oh, guys, thanks so much for listening. And uh, like Brian said earlier, make sure you go and hit subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. That way we're just right there, ready for you on Tuesday mornings. Ready you can for listen. It. Tuesday morning. You can Pipin hang out with us. Piping hot like a Pop-Tart. <laughs> Fresh out of the toaster. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) Do us a favor. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. And you know what? Thank you so much for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Props on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And you can even find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Props. But we love hanging out with you guys and engaging with you and commenting and going back and forth. So thank you for that.
0: We do. We love you. We love you guys. We do. Um, and you know who else we love? Maven Media Productions because they're so amazing. They are doing the editing of our podcast and all the the graphics that you see. Unless the graphics are lame, if the graphics are lame, that's something I made on my phone. <laughs> but if the graphics are awesome, they came from Maven Media Productions. Yeah, we love those people. And uh, if you need help with graphic design or social media uh, plan and strategy you need a website, you need somebody to come in and consult with you, uh, hit them up, mavenmediaproductions.com. They're just uh, incredible people and they love the Lord and they love the local church. And thanks to my friend, Scott Hoke, for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to episode 168. And until next time, deuces.
1: Smell you later.